Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Influence on your money with Money FM 89.3. Ziaul Raushan with you on Money FM 89.3, just past 11 a.m. And that means Dan and I are back to have a look at what's caught our eye. Dan, good morning so far. Very good morning to you. Glad to be here with you as well. Yep, fantastic. I'm excited for this one. Now, I asked at the top of the show about one of Money FM's anchors preparing to swap the studio for a boxing ring. Well, the time has come to reveal who it is. As the saying goes, you're never too old to follow your dreams. We all have dreams, but in order to make dreams come into reality, it takes an awful lot of determination, dedication, self-discipline and effort. Above it all, for our next guest, realising his dream would mean being able to take a hit. You may recognise his voice from the Breakfast Huddle on Money FM 89.3. Without further ado, let's welcome to the show, drum rolls, Elliot Danker, presenter with Money FM 89.3. Elliot, how are you? Good morning, gentlemen. Thanks so much for having me on this segment called Influence. And some would say you need to be under the influence to <laughs> decide to do what I'm about to do. <laughs> Speaking of uh, thanks, uh, thank you for helping me write the introduction for yourself. No, I'm ah, kidding. We meant the introduction. Yes, of course. <laughs> no, we meant every word of the introduction. Look, Elliot... When I first found out about this, I was very intrigued by the whole storyline. But now I need to know, why have you chosen to fight and why now? It's quite curious that, that Raushan saying that he was very intrigued about this because the usual reaction and, and what I'm doing is uh, participating in a white-collar boxing match organised by the Ring Boxing Community Singapore. This is happening in two weeks on the 24th of November at Marquis, Singapore. Because most reactions would be, sure not. Is that thing not fun? No? Yeah. What, if you get, what if the opponent doesn't hold back? I mean, but that's why we train, right? Yeah. That's why yeah. we're doing it. Yeah. Uh, but you ask why. I mean, I've always loved martial arts. Uh, I... I I've been in martial arts for like 25, 26 years. But wow. other, other forms like uh, karate, taekwondo, mm. wing chun, my favorite. So I picked up boxing about a year ago, once a week for a bit of fitness. And believe it or not, uh, my coach, Nicholas, uh, we boxed out of his living room. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Very small space, yeah. do a bit of pad work. Yeah. So there was this opportunity that came along. And I said, Nicholas, what... Should we try for it? Do you think I've got what it takes? He said, well, white collar is a good chance for you, but you have to put in a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And believe me, this sentence that I say, you have to put in a lot of work, will come back to bite you. Mm. <laughs> so I say, okay, let's mm. give it a go. And, and you know, I, I turned 40 in October and I decided that for my 40th, this is something that I wanted to do. And I made this decision at the start of the year while I was pursuing my degree. So mm. I want to get, get these two things done by the time I turn 40 or in my 40th year. Fantastic. Wow. That's very inspirational. It is inspiring. <laughs> yeah, yes. maybe, maybe you might want to be the next boxer. Uh, is your well. living room free tonight? Well, <laughs> let's, let's give you a shot. So hey. I'm, I'm sure that this is something we're all curious to know. So yeah. who exactly are you fighting and what can you tell us about your opponent? Oh, okay. So um, my opponent's name is Danny Susanto. Okay. I believe he is in uh, financial planning mm-hmm. or, or insurance, uh, as, as some would call it. Uh, he is a boxer or member of the, the ring itself. I'm fighting as an independent. Mm. And from what I understand, he had a white-collar boxing experience in June. Okay. That was a smaller-scale uh, white-collar boxing that the ring organized. It's sort of like coming out into endemic type of uh, okay, yeah. event. And so this is his second run. He is 33 years old, so he's seven years younger than me. He's my wow. age. Yeah. And I believe Danny Susanto went to school with me. I touched on this with you off air as well. Yeah, so yeah. you think so? I confirmed well, it with my I, wife. I've met him before. Okay. I've met him before at uh, our face-off. I mean, um, as much as that was for drama, for the cameras, I must say he seems like a very nice guy. Yeah. 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 Right. Exciting to know that you're fighting someone seven years younger than yeah. you. Yeah. And how is that going to almost 
be difficult for you. You know, uh, some of the guys that I speak to at the ring, they tell me, and even uh, Zul, who is uh, sort of the event organizer, he's one of the guys in charge there. He's been very kind. He was the one that extended the invite and helped put all this together. So Zul was saying, you want to do this, Ken? You make sure you make weight, A, mm. and B... This guy's tank is strong. Mm. I mean, he's got yeah. a lot of cardio yeah. in him. Yeah. So just make sure you work on your fitness yeah. mm. because that is going to be... That's going to be the challenge. Certainly. Yeah. Now, Elliot, we'll touch on that journey and that <laughs> fitness journey to sure, achieve sure. those goals very <laughs> shortly. But very quickly, I just want to get some groundwork, right? Okay. Explain to the layman how this fight will work and how will a winner be determined? Because let's say I'm not a boxing fan at all. Mm-hmm. I need to know... If I sign up for the event, what do I expect? Okay, so there are 10 white-collar fights. I believe there are two pro fights, one female, one male. Mm. There is a belt on the line. Uh, I don't want to get the names wrong, but the, the the pro fights will be quite interesting because what's at stake is uh, for one of the fighters representing the ring, if he wins, he makes it into top 15 wow. in the world. So that Whoa. should be In the world? Yeah, that should wow. be something quite interesting to, to watch out for. Um, so for the 10 white collar fights, I mean, essentially this is a chance for you, an inexperienced boxer, me, an mm. inexperienced boxer, to experience what a boxing fight is like yep. with proper rules and regulations in a safe environment. Mm. So I will have 16 ounce gloves, so it's a bit thicker. Mm. I will have a full face uh, headgear okay. as well as uh, my own mouth guard. Um, That's important. That's the money maker, right? Yeah. Exactly, right? Uh, so, and there's referees, uh, sanctioned referees. It is three rounds of two minutes each. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So it will be the longest nine minutes, including the one minute break in between. <laughs> Very intense, and yeah. that's why the cardio is important. I mean, Russia, I know you play football, yeah. right? So you, you, you must run a lot. Yeah. And what I've learned from this is there's running fit yeah. and there's boxing fit. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah. There's gosh. running fit, there's football fit, and then boxing fit is probably a whole yeah. new level, yeah. you know? And then Novak Djokovic fit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then how have you prepared for the fight? Wow. Uh, so we needed to be disciplined. We set ourselves the target about 12 weeks out. So about three months out, mm. things get intense. So I train six days a week. I rest on Sundays. Wow. Oh man, that's a lot. Uh, out of the six days, I see my coach about four days mm. of the week. Uh, every day I run about seven kilometers. Ow. And then I see the coach, then it's like pad work once a week from that. So it's, it's broken up into three months, right? The first month is you work on your cardio, you find your feet, you work on your techniques. The second month... That's where it gets a bit hard because there's this thing called hard sparring. Mm, okay. uh, hard sparring is where you go at each other 80%. Oh. And my coach boxed interstate in Melbourne. Oh, wow. <laughs> Comes with pedigree. <clears throat> he, he does. Uh, and he's... 11 years younger than me. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> you have a track record here. Huh? <laughs> I, I, I seem to be having but a But is it, is it like, you know, you train with weights, right? Yeah. So you spar against someone younger than Danny, clearly, your mm-hmm. upcoming opponent. Is that how it works? You know, I don't prepares know. you better? I really don't know. Because, okay, and I'll get to that part in a sec. Let me, let me just wrap, wrap up this training thing. So at 80% of strength, right? So I've had I've had a black eye. I've, I've mm. had like a whiplash kind of oh, feeling when yeah. it gets to your head. Felt like a minor concussion. My nose bleed, my jaw pain. And then there was a point I was like, what am I doing? How I can't improve. Of course, the other times you have like light sparring, get your techniques right. And you you do other things to add on like hit exercises, gym sessions, Mm. just build that fitness. Mm -hmm. So now we're at the stage where two weeks out of the fight, it's more like, you know, light sparring. There's still a lot of cardio work, still doing a lot of running. Mm. And you're trying to make make weight. What about nutrition then? I mean, I'm pretty sure this is a big factor. So you're right. You're right to to bring that up then. Uh, so the problem was I caught COVID before that three-month mark. Oh, oh no! So that was my second time with COVID, right? right. Uh, so at the restart of training, it was I was at eighty-four point five kg. Okay. okay, 
I needed to get to 75. Gosh. Oh, it's yeah. almost 10, to, so, 10 kg. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's a lot of running. Your diet, I get food. I, I buy food from this place called Fresher and uh, Fresh. So it's pre made meals. Okay, so just I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, low sodium. And my meals were all 500 calories. Oh, wow. And below. Yeah. Sorry, Ali, at this point, I have to ask you in this three month journey, what food have you missed the most? Wow, I, I've told myself. Yeah, he's <laughs> salivating for uh, those of you uh, listening. Uh, okay. Is beer considered food? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I told myself I want a burger. Okay. After all yeah. this, I really, yeah. really want a burger. My my fight manager, Ivan, keeps telling me, don't worry, hawking me on me. So he turns up, he goes to the gym, he tells he's he's a gym buff, so he guides me along in the gym. He says, bro, bro, 10 more, 10 more. Hawking me after this. I was like, <laughs> but I can't eat Hokkien me. Stop it. <laughs> mm, mm, I can imagine. I mean, amidst all of this intense training, you've still, still been helming the breakfast huddle yeah. and how are you managing both almost? Because it seems like a fully packed schedule for me. No, and, and you're right, you know, to bring that up because you you have a full-time job. Mm. You are kind of training full-time because I have to split my training in half, right? The cardio yeah. session and the, the the strength training on my own. Yeah. And then off to, to see my coach later in the evening. I'm also a full-time husband. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, check in with yes. your parents yeah. every now and yeah. then. Yeah. I got to admit, uh, mentally, it, it really takes its toll. Mm. And... Mm. and I'm not going to lie, I've, I, I've actually thought about just walking away from mm, it. Like, mm, what right. am I trying to prove here? Mm, yeah. And I struggled a lot because, you know, you're fighting with, your, your sparring partner is your coach. He's also a, sort of like a pro. Yeah. And you cannot, and you know, we, we tend to think that if I can beat you in this practice session, yeah. I'm better. Of I'm course. good enough. Yeah. 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 But I can't, I couldn't, I never, I, I still haven't. Mm, mm. And it took me a long time to realize that it was never about that. Mm. It was about always learning from you during each session, learning to take less shots from you, mm-hmm. learning to get you a little bit more, mm. learning to last in the ring, learning to move around, mm. things mm. like that. Right. And it was very, very difficult. But once, once I got that right, you can start applying it in life. Huh? I, I would right. think so. Yeah. 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 Now, now, if you're just joining us, we're speaking to Elliot Denker, who's a familiar voice on the channel, but he's swapping the studio for the ring and he's telling us all about this inspirational journey to get there. Now, we touched on it earlier. It is bucket list stuff, but it's more than just ticking it off, right? There's so much work that goes into it. You touched on it there. I just want to follow up on that breaking point, reaching breaking point almost. Give us a story. What was the lowest you felt in the past few months? Oh, wow. Uh, this would be right around the F1 period. Mm. And, and I'm glad there was F1 to sort of get my mood up. Mm. But uh, I remember... Apart from Red Bull winning here because I know you're big on Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. But we I walked into... I remember walking into this training session with my coach and I said, we need to talk. Mm. Is the why. Every week, this heart sparring, it, it's a rock to me. Mm. I don't know what's going on. I don't know where I'm going with this. I can't progress. I can't beat you. Mm. And I'm starting to get angry with you. Mm. I'm starting to dislike you. Right. Um, Frustration. But, but, but you're a nice guy. Mm. I, there's no need for, there's no reason for me to, because I trust, I still trust him, right? Back then and, and still now. And it was just working through it. Like, I, I remember there was once where I caught one too many from him and I just, I, I dropped to the floor and I could pick myself up, of course, but I, I sat down and I broke down. Mm. He said, are you, are you okay? Where am I going with this? Mm. Mm. Why am I so slow? Yeah, you need to put your hand up. I know, but my, I'm, st- I'm tired. I'm mm. slow. You know, I feel old. And it was nice when we had that chat. He said that, you know, this is normal. Mm. I was like, really? Why would... He said, look, he went through it during his fight camp. Mm. And the fact of the matter is you are here. You know, you may not be feeling 100%, but you're here. Mm. So be here to learn. Learn to take it as a game. Learn to learn to, to roll with it. And eventually, everything will come into place. But this is very normal. Some of the greatest fighters get broken during fight camp. Of course. So that they are ready for the actual fight. Mm. 
and I and I learned something really important. I I got a bit of counseling. I'll just mm, yeah. generally put it that mm, way mm. Uh, after speaking with my coach, even my wife, mm. and I learned that. You know how people say you will give your 110, 120 or mm. 200. There's right. no such thing. Mm. A human being is only meant to go 100%. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're at that stage and you're breaking down, mm. you can't fathom everything anymore. Mm. You've just reached 100%. Mm. Yeah. Because mm. you can do no more. Mm. Yeah. And that's good. Mm. So you have to celebrate the fact that you've gone to 100%. You know what your limits are. Now, how do you slowly push that threshold, mm. or how do you manage those limits mm, in that right. sense? Mm, 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 right. Well, yeah. that is uh, that that is very very inspirational. Like I said earlier, and <laughs> I think I'm I'm gonna start picking up boxing. I, mean, I feel like there's a lot of values in boxing that you can impart in your your life as well, and yeah. especially in your career. The the fact that you gotta stay motivated and determined to to finish what you started. So, do you see yourself pursuing this a lot further, maybe as a boxing coach or as a fitness trainer? Well, I I, I mean because I I have a martial arts back. Background, I know that when I'm 50, 60 years old, I'm going to become some kind of a dojo master. <laughs> I don't think I can do the Cobra Kai thing. But um, not all masters, not all senseis can say that they fought in a competition. Right. Mm. You know, and I'm glad I can do that. I, I'm, I'm glad I, I can I can talk back on my, my martial arts experience by saying that, you know, at 40, I tried something new. I went to do this. Yeah. And it took me a while, but I think I'm finally at peace with... I will go in to win. I will fight to win. Of course. Yeah. The hardest part is being at peace with it not about winning. Yep. You know, the hardest part is like what Bruce Lee says, when you can accept defeat, mm. understand defeat, mm. then you can know how to win. Mm. And even then, it's not the end. Mm. Right. So, mm. I hope I, I walk away with that. You know, at the end of the fight, it doesn't matter whether I win or lose. Of course. Right. I will try. I will yeah. try my very, very best. Yeah. I hope I can make people proud. Mm. I hope I can make my coach proud. But, you know, even if I don't, at least I put on a good show. I, I hold my ground. I'm up against a younger guy. Okay, yeah. why not? Mm. And mm. don't mess around with uh, getting COVID because I, I do feel yeah, weaker. It messes with your uh, yeah. yes. I, I have system as well, right? Very, very much weaker. Yeah, yeah. 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 Now, Elliot, you've been a treasure trove. You've been fair enough to open up your heart to us to tell us about this journey. I just need to ask you, is there any fear at all heading into this fight? Absolutely. Of course. I mean... I mean, you have good days and bad days. Certainly. I wake up some mornings, like yesterday I had a, I had a sparring session with uh, another person, mm. uh, uh, Mark, who, who helped me out. I felt good after that because Mark's a bit of a cage fighter. He's right. got an MMA background and I held my own. Of course, he was holding back. He wanted me to express myself. But, you know, last week I, I, I went against a complete amateur. I didn't do so good. And, I, and, and so there are days you wake up going, yeah, I think I'll be fine. Mm. And then there are days you go... Don't know, really, it puts really you want. down, right? Can I just have the yeah. cheeseburger now? <laughs> <laughs> now, you've spoken about this being on your bucket list. I know fighting is on your bucket list, but you're also supporting a good cause. Can yes. you tell us more about that, please? Thank you. Thank you so much for bringing that up. So, the ring boxing community, right? They have this thing called the Ring Cares. Mm. And they are working with the Halogen Foundation uh, with regard to this. In fact, I was at one of these uh, outreach programs where the kids were there and they got a free lesson. Oh, so, wow. so, very nice. These kids, they are, let's put it as underprivileged. But what the Halogen Foundation does is it's not just about helping them with education, mm. but also helping them with character development. Because, you know, at the end of the day, 
here we, we're in Singapore and we, we find different ways to get our degrees and, or, or education but are you really at the losing end just because you didn't go to a top school mm. you didn't mm. go to RI mm. no it's your character and what you do of with course. it right? yeah. on yeah. Money FM yeah. we talk to business leaders yeah. and it's all about their character as well right? exactly so that's why I, I really like what they, they, they're doing so for the general ticket sales which uh, go on sale from today it's uh, I believe uh, $100 a ticket uh, if you head to if you don't mind me plugging this str.sg slash Elliot Danker Boxing Elliot spelled with two T's by the way uh, and you enter the promo code Elliot Cares 30% of that $100 ticket will go towards the Halo Gen Foundation wow. so I mean it's not a lot but it it goes no, some way. It goes way. It yeah, goes some way. Yeah. 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 And, 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 and I hope that the story, you know, because I only got my degree this year. Mm. Uh, I couldn't afford to get it when mm. I was uh, a teenager or right. after the army. Right. But, you know, it's never too late. And and for these kids, I, I hope that represents a, a, a good story. We, again, win or lose, it's it's about that character that of you course. bring in and bring out of the ring. Completely agree. Dan, anything from you? Yeah, I mean, finally, you know, in your mind, I'm sure you've played out various scenarios that's going to happen. And on the 24th of this month, I'm pretty sure you've actually thought about yeah. what the actual fight is going to happen. Before so, bed every night, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so, how do you see this going? And, and, you know, how would this shape your character in the months ahead as well? Wow. I mean, I'm not, I'm not even going to say if I win, my character will be this, or if I lose, my character will be yeah. that. No, I mean, there are going to be nerves when you walk out. There are going to be lights. People are going to watch you. I just hope that Honestly speaking, really, really honestly speaking, I hope that for the people there watching, that you can bear in mind that it takes about two years, one to two years of learning pad work, learning technical stuff Mm -hmm. before you can even start sparring. Mm -hmm. And a lot of my fellow fighters and I are doing it at a lot lesser time. Mm -hmm. I hope you can understand that maybe we perform well, maybe we don't. But it, it takes really a lot to get inside there. And if you're going to take away anything, that, that that is the biggest thing. That you know, it is about the character. It's about the courage to go and do it. Mm. Yeah. Not about winning or losing. Don't don't be booing. You know, if of a course. person doesn't do well. Yeah, yeah. Of course not. I mean, you could affect the the poor guy. I I've played out in my mind. What if I take a hit and I fall and the whole crowd goes boo? Mm. I would feel sad. Mm. Yeah, of course. Because you don't understand what mm. it's like mm. to be mm. in there. Mm. Uh, so I mean, if you're if you're asking me what the takeaway, and and I hope that. I don't do that to people next time. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Mm. You know, you never know, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's certainly that they're, they're booing, right? It could be in an instance, but the impact could be far, far yeah. reaching, right? Yeah. And people need to think about it. I mean, we all can get caught up in the moment, but you need to be careful yeah. in terms of longer term impact. Elliot, before I let you go, you mentioned this being on your bucket list. We've talked about getting a degree, yeah. we've talked about getting in the ring. What else is on that bucket list? You know, I, I gotta be <laughs> actually we had this conversation off air. What I wanted to do then, believe it or not, uh, I was telling Raushan, at forty I wanted to climb to the base of Mount Everest. Oh yes. Because wow. I, I just climb mountains once a year right. when I go on holiday. Okay. But there was a pandemic, so there was no way for me to train. Yep. And then come came along boxing and uh, got a little bit itchy. Uh, so uh-huh. I'll just give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's Mount a fascinating Everest. list. Now yeah. thank you so much, Elliot, for spending time with us this morning telling us all about your fight. We salute you for your efforts you so and we wish you all the very best for your fight to listen to more great interviews download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app that's a w e d i o available on google play or the app store